Hello, hello, once again. I thank you all for your support, your prayers, your love towards me. I thank God for you and I send it back to you. Plus, that you continue to fulfill your purpose of being here. And may the power, the weight of God's glory continues to overshadow you in every way, shape, and form of you being here. To fulfill your purpose and your assignment. In the earth as it is in the kingdom. Now and forevermore. In Jesus name. I wanted to mention that we were all sinners. We were all sinners. And because of Christ, we were all made righteous. Every single one of us has an individual walk. From the time you were born here to right now where you are. Whether you disobeyed, obeyed, said yes or said no. It's in your walk. It's a part of your testimony. And many of us has even turned away from the voice of God or disobeyed the voice of God in some kind of way being here in this earth. Due to looking at what we see, hear, and understand in the natural realm, in the natural reality, we embraced it somehow. In some way. Into our life. That is now a part of our testimony. Whether we did go to church. Did not go to church. Whether we drunk. Whether we smoked. Whether we fornicated. Whether we lust. Whether we lied. Whether we cheated. Whether we stole. Whatever your sin was. You were forgiven. And the moment you became Born again. You are a new creature in Christ. A new person. You believe. Your eyes are open. Your ears are open. Now you begin to understand. And see what it's like to walk in the truth. And no longer in a lie. But we have to be more passionate towards those who were walking in the same lives as we were. We said yes to God. And those who are of the world do not purposefully say no to God. They just looking at earth's realities. They're just focusing on what is pleasing. What they were taught. Take care of yourself. Become independent. You are smart according to your level of earthly education. Get married. Have children. Save money. You can't have nothing in this world. You can't have happiness without money. A materialistic lifestyle is a blessed lifestyle. 
If you have problems on your mind, then drink. It'll take it away. A night of fun is going out in a world filled with lust to go to the worldly and earthly parties. To dance and lust over people. To end up with people without even consulting our God in anything. Regarding anything. Because that's what we were taught. A lot of us wasn't taught about God. About Jesus and Holy Spirit. So how would you go somewhere you don't know the way? Hallelujah. We were taught that God knows my heart. So I can continue to do what I do. We were taught that God forgives us when we make mistakes. So we continue to make mistakes and keep repenting for the same ones over and over. Some of us even repent ahead of time. Some of us, when we give, when we give, that determines how much we honor God with our natural giving, the earthly resources. He's okay, I gave my tithes and my offering, but I did not give him my time. I want my children to be blessed, but I have not given them over to the almighty God. Hands to be upon my children. I want a successful marriage. I want a successful relationship, but I have not waited for God. To even prepare me to receive anyone. So I would not abuse, disrespect, neglect. Put down. Another, when I'm supposed to indeed love. I cannot look at a person on their way to the liquor store and forget that is indeed a part of my testimony, of my deliverance. So shame on me to even think to point my finger at anyone. Because I was too in the same place. And God is no respected, has no respected person. We have to stop using God's word to our level of understanding in the natural. When we keep saying, God favor me, God chose me. So what you say amongst the others, they're not chosen. You're chosen when you're yielded. You're chosen when you say yes. You're chosen when you accept Christ. Handpicked. That's the case he would have gave his son for a handpick. But he gave his son for us all. We all have angels that are around us. Every second we breathe. 
And many of us walking around this earth not aware because we weren't taught. And it became the usual lifestyle to have. Go to church only on Sundays. Not knowing that you are the church. You are a worshiper. You are created for your father. All the day long. Not just one day out of a week. We don't need to get serious about life itself when we see someone depart their body and having a celebration of life. Hallelujah. If we're going to trust God, how about we really trust God? I mean, put your life really in his hands. Because he sees everything. He created your mind. He created the way you think in your mind. Your thought process. So imagine how his mind is. How he thinks. We have to come up higher on his level of understanding. And stop trying to bring him down to our level. And it's always a natural level. That doesn't even make sense. And most of the time it's the opposite. To who our God really is. I cannot go out in this world. And look at people. The way God don't see them. Whether you're doing what you're doing. Or not in the natural. It's not who you are spiritually. The blood is over you. And you're not aware. Redemption over you. And you're unaware. Salvation is your free gift But you know not And many people don't want to find out Or get to know Because they've been hurt Somehow or some way Offended by some person Who said they know God Indeed they did not So they offended someone By prejudging them And it turned them away Many people do things for their own reason. But when you're walking with God, talking with God, allowing God's voice to be heard and seen in and through your life without self-glorification because you're yielded and you're grounded and you know he doeth the work. Your light shine to those who've been scarred. To those Who've been abandoned. To those who've been abused. Mentally, physically, spiritually and emotionally. What does that look like? To say Lord I beseech thee. What are we beseeching? What are we begging for? Crying out. For what? I hope it's not what you already have a right to. Peace is yours. Salvation is yours. Healing belongs to you. The kingdom is yours. You are a partaker of the kingdom. You are in the kingdom. You possess the kingdom. That's on the inside of you. Every person is born with the spirit. Hallelujah. 
And I meditate and I meditate and I meditate on people who depart their bodies. Because out of your body you enter his presence. And God is a man he shall not lie. That will take place. So what's happening in his presence? For those who never knew him. Never gave him the time. First you're so amazed that it's really true. Oh my gosh you really are. You are Lord. I have to give. It's guaranteed that I confess who you are. Because in your word you said. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess. My confession is coming out of me. In your presence. Who I never spent time with. Here in the earth. And God is right near. Waiting for you to get past Christ. To embrace your heavenly father. And he also mentioned his word that he would say, I never knew you to those who don't know him. It's not about you in that conversation. It's about him. Because he's the one who laid down his life. And you didn't even give him a chance to show you what happens when he laid down his life. When you became a partaker of. Because you wanted to be entertained by this earth reality that perished away. Money that cannot come with you. Where's your money at now in the presence of Christ? Where's your car? Where's your materials that you were so seeking after in the world? They can't come with you. But Christ is forever with you. Why not want that first? It's not fair to him to have that conversation with anybody because he laid his life down for everyone. Not fair. A man filled of love, give his life for you, for to have eternal life, and yet he got to tell you he don't know you. No one, that should be no one's conversation in his presence. You know what God said to me a couple of weeks ago? When you depart your body, I'm going to be standing right there with Christ Jesus. Because I'm so honored for you to see this man who you've been seeking and seeking and seeking and still believing and still believing and still pushing and still pressing the mark. Here I am. He even jokes sometimes and said, I'm going to be standing before Christ just to show you what you've been seeking after. Here I am. Let me introduce myself. See, every time you do something good, Jesus, it is written and it is mentioned in the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven knows your name. I was speaking to Paul the other day and I say, do you hear? And all of a sudden I heard everyone say, we are listening. You're not just talking to Paul. We're listening. We forever listen. Your voice set a sound in the kingdom. When you open your eyes, it sets a sound in the kingdom. It's waves and waves and waves and waves and waves of God's glory. That is all upon you. The blood has paid the way. The blood has covered you. 
go out and minister. Go out with your heart filled with compassion. Don't be as if you forgot that you were also delivered. Don't shake your head at someone else's calamity. It may not be in your testimony, but it's indeed connected to your testimony because that is your brother and your sister. In Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our all in all. None of us should walk with God and say we can't stand anyone or we hate anyone. What matter of love is that? To love those only who love you back. You ever notice when you say, God, I want to walk in love and you be confronted with situations or people who come your way and you have to release what you just asked? And some of us may say, ouch. But let's get rid of that ouch. God told me, stop being so apologetic. Apologizing became my lifestyle. He said, stop being apologetic for what other people say and what other people do, which they should not anyhow if they're walking with me. Correctly. I was apologizing for other people's mistakes. God said, it's not that you're apologizing for their mistakes. It's not your fault that what you're doing, what I am doing, is I'm using you to float up some people's issues to the surface. And many of them say they walk with me, have a heart for me, but cannot even allow me to float up anything. So they can't be converted. They just saying they want to walk with me because they mean well, but their heart is not well. Their minds are not well. Their bodies are not well. And it's taking control over their spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I use you to go certain places around certain people. And that's not just me, you too. Confess your faults with one another. That he doesn't just mean go around and saying all your negative stuff or emptying out your garbage. If a person is lacking something or if you see an obstacle and you've been delivered from that same obstacle, why not release how God delivered you? But we don't want to say what God delivered us from. We don't want to look at us from where he delivered us from when in fact indeed you've been forgiven. So what it is, you just don't forgive yourself. Because you shouldn't be ashamed to testify. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't have to get into detail by detail, second by second. I was struggling on giving, now I'm a cheerful giver. The doctor gave me a bad report, now I'm healed. Straight to the point. You don't have to say long, long ago, or once upon a time. 
Who has time for all that? People in the world has been rejected. People of the world has been rejected. And we have also. But we have God for we know we have victory. Those who are of the world are still being rejected. Are not even rejecting. Casting themselves out. Casting themselves down. Speaking negative things over their own life. Giving up on their self. Giving up on faith. Giving up. So if they give it up on themselves, what makes us think that we can sit there and point our fingers at people who don't even care about their life anyway? So what we have to do as believers in this modern day and time is to seek Holy Spirit's way of grabbing hold of his people. Because Holy Spirit know how to, not you. Sometimes God will have you just go and just sit amongst the people and not say a word. Some people don't feel like hearing all of that. Order for you to eat this nice warm meal, you have to first give your life to Christ. Where's the heart in that? For those who are hungry, of course they're going to do that just to eat. And it's like you're causing them to, you're forcing people. We're forcing people to do things that they don't really want to do. Because we're putting restrictions on God's word. My phone just keep going off. Jesus, hallelujah. God, you be exalted. God, you be glorified. Glorified. You know why I say it's my season and it's my time? Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Jesus. And He has anointed me to preach the gospel. Everything else that's connected to my anointing will fall in place. But my main desire, Jesus. To go forth. And shine. And shine on. Stay seasoned. Stay salted. Stay grounded. Stay rooted in the vine. By showing forth my fruit. Bearing and bearing and bearing much fruit. To an enemy in front of an enemy. Who's trying to throw things my way to cause me to become fruitless. But every moment you say no. No to failure. No to worries. No to fear. It's no way. I see the enemies trying to attack people's mind. They're minty. Mental state. Their mental state. Hallelujah. Causing you to think that something is wrong with you. I see the entire process of how people begin to, I mean, how people end up hearing voices in their heads. 
And they diagnose you as being schizophrenia. Schizophrenic. For what? It only starts with that one voice. And that's Satan. Are you going to entertain what he's saying by agreeing with what he's saying? You're crazy. Yeah, I might be going out of my mind. I might got to take this medication. Yeah, take this medicine. It helps. Because you are diagnosed with this. Then you begin to confess the diagnosis. And God said you should have whatsoever you say. You're going to have these anxiety attacks because you're claiming them. You're going to have these body aches because you're claiming them. And many of our bodies wouldn't ache if we take care of our earthly vessel. I feel like eating, but I don't feel like managing the weight that my eating is causing. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. So when we look out in the world and we see people that are of the world as we were at one point in time, let's be more compassionate. Let's ask Holy Spirit, how do you want me to reach the people with the word of God? How? Now how Paul and them did it. See, it's all the same word, but it's how you release upon the generation of time. You cannot go around people who don't even have, not even on milk, and trying to give them solid food. No baby comes out eating steak. If you know one, they will definitely be in the Guinness Book World of Records. Hallelujah. Forevermore. On earth, matter of fact, as it is in the kingdom. Jesus. Hallelujah. We know what's right and wrong. Some people we have to pray and pray and pray from a distance. Because we cannot force God's word on anyone. If you consider someone to be going to hell, you already given up on that person. If they're still breathing, there's still a chance. Hallelujah. Give up on no one by the words that you speak. It's always how God wants his word to be demonstrated and not us of ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's glory is clearly seen. It's expressed and it's demonstrated. Hallelujah. Every door that was closed in your life will be open unto you. And I mean the doors that are effective to your purpose of being here. Now the doors that God wants shut will remain shut. Hallelujah. God has marvelously in my testimony. 
I was in deception in a lot of areas and I have been delivered by obeying the voice of God. And I told God, I made vows to God. Wrote down some things upon the table of my heart that I will never uproot myself again. Never open myself up to hear another voice. Even my own. Hallelujah. I'm not focused on a new marriage. I'm not focused on no materials. I'm not focused on any business, any anything. Traveling, none of that. My focus is just getting to know more of God while I'm here. I want to know all that I can know while I'm here. Because God just cannot just give me his finger. I want his entire hand. He cannot just show me one eye. I must see them both. He can't release his word and not release his presence. And I just, want, I just don't want your presence this level. I want to come up higher and higher and higher. Just so I can love more and more and more. Love your people. And as I'm talking to you right now, this very second, he's telling me to go forth. Literally go out today. And as I go out, he always tell me where to go. And there's always someone who's lacking love, who needs love. God is love. I don't have to go out when I minister saying words all the time. Just being there. Just being there, praying for what I see. Releasing, declaring, decreeing over their lives. As I continue to do the same for my own. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will always put people in your path. You want to be a blessing? Okay. Do this. Go there. But allow God to first start with us. Before we go anywhere. Hallelujah. I went to a village. And I had to tell the same message. It's like I couldn't go further into the message. Or go to another message. Because they didn't get the message. They had to, you got to get the message. Before you hear something else. I am not your source. It don't matter how much silver and gold I have. When that is gone, what do you have to stand on? I can give you money. I can build you homes. I can uplift your education. But what word do you have to stand on your own? Because you're benefiting from my standing. But I can't be with you all the time. 
So when I leave, what are you going to do? Be without till I come again? That's not how the word works. That's not what Jesus. That's not what going forth means. When we go forth to these countries, towns, cities, avenues, streets, wherever. Don't think you have to just give, give. The purpose is just to give. It's not. Not in a natural materialistic sense. Let me say that. But give them, feed them the word. Because that's what they have to stand. That's the foundation. Not what's in my bank account. Because it could be here today and gone tomorrow. I won't be moved, but would you be moved? Because my account is not my source. So my account shouldn't be your source. That was the message in that village. I had to keep preaching for two weeks. Hallelujah. Because if unaware, you can make someone your savior. Unaware or your source. Anytime you feel like your day is better or greater because someone showed up to give you something. And I don't mean spiritually, I mean naturally. There's something wrong with that because God is your provider. Hallelujah. And when we release a word, it's from God. So it's not spiritually, it's naturally. Oh, Quenisha's coming to our village. Oh my God, we got to write a list. Yes, help is on the way. Your help is on the inside of you. You have the answers on the inside of you. It's not in Quenisha only. It's not in Quenisha's bank account. It's in Quenisha's father, your father. Our Father. Hallelujah. It's okay to go and sow into people's lives. It's okay to be a help. But you must release the word first. Hallelujah. The same God provide for you. same God can provide for you. In fact, already have and always will. I tell my conversation with God is I didn't see these days five months ago, a year ago, so so ago. And look at this today. My God, it gets powerful and more. It comes, the power becomes more. The presence of God becomes more stronger, more clearly seen. More evident. Hallelujah. I say, God, what do you see like next week for me? <laughs> what do you see too much for me? For I didn't see this day those days. But you did. You say, eyes haven't seen. Show me. Because I'm already blown away today. So just imagine this evening. Sometimes God can use you, your own mouth, to prophesy over you while you speak.
speaking to God. Like he just did. Hallelujah. Using my mouth to prophesy over me while I'm speaking to you. God, that's called yielded. Hallelujah. To stop in the conversation and prophesy over yourself. Well, come on. I can't even finish the sentence. Jesus. (laughs) That's my confession. Jesus. I told God I'm gonna stand next to the next to the servants and servants that's declare holy, holy, holy. And remember the days ago I was telling you guys about I was seeking God for was that a cherubim or a seraphim that was in my dream that came to me. And it was indeed a seraphim. It was indeed, he answered it yesterday. And when I close my eyes, I see that image in my mind every time I close my eyes. And I'm still not aware on how powerful that angelic angelic encounter who was presented before me, how powerful it really was. Because my natural body cannot take that information. My dreams, your dreams are becoming to be more. What's the word, Father? We are becoming more available for those who are around us who are unavailable by not making a decision to choose Christ. And when I say choose Christ, because we have decisions. God has given us choices. When you make the right choice to choose God who already chosen you, come on. God is not everybody's choice. Some people choose themselves. Some people choose a bottle. Some people choose whatever smoking substance. They choose a car. They choose relationships. They choose materialistic things. But it's no happiness in it. Hallelujah. So when we go out or when we're praying to God concerning humanity. Let's pray from a place of salvation. Let's pray from a place of deliverance. And never forget what Christ has delivered you from. And still delivering. And still teaching and releasing. For we are still growing. Hallelujah. See certain people that was in my path. In the past. Say things out the way. I turn around and walk another direction. And people will call that a runner. You're a runner. It's not that you're running away from the problem. You're escaping the snares of the enemy. Because you can easily entertain it. 
but you choose not. Many people are walking around wolves in sheep's clothing. And it may be some in your very own family. No names mentioned. And they always have something negative to say about what God is doing in your life. Always find a way to criticize you when everyone else is saying, God is using you so powerfully. Here come that voice or that or more than one voice who says something opposite. But we don't be moved by that. What good is that walking with God and you envy your neighbor? Why are we envious? Envious for what? Please tell me. The same God I have, you have. And I sat down with God. I said, many people have said in my presence and couldn't stand me. Wanting me to shut up and not go forth. Angry I'm back with you. Why? Don't they love you to love me? Envious because you thinking that I'm going to outshine you? That's your answer? When we're both shining together? I don't understand. It's not me who doeth the work. It's Christ within me. So it's not me you're envying. You're actually envying the person you serve? That sounds like Satan. That sounds like Satan. So envy. Jesus. And then we have some people. Who pray for you to come to the kingdom. Pray for God to be seen and heard in your life. But then when it starts to come to pass. And they see how serious you are. How hungry you are. And how far God is taking you. To the point they're even looking up at you. And they feel some kind of way. How can she pass me? I don't want to pull her back to Christ. I don't want to pray for Christ to come upon her. What? It all determines your level of hunger. Your level of hunger. Hallelujah. We should not feel that way about each other. We should not feel as though we have to keep broadcasting everything God does. In the midst of him doing it for a reason for us, for people to feel that we are indeed being used by God. You are being used by God. You're walking with God. You're talking with God. He's going to be seen and heard in through your life. That's guaranteed. But check your motives. It's okay to testify of God's goodness. That's what I do all the day long. But do I do it for self-glorification? Or to become popular? 
No, I don't. I'm already popular in the kingdom. I'm already known in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must check our motives. Why are we envying people? Why are we want what other people have? No. Let's be happy for one another. No one request should be, how come? Oh, I don't want them to say anything because they're going to outshine me. So you want to shine yourself and not God in you shine? No. We're going to change that up starting right now. Because I'm declaring the Korean that I will not see that again in my presence. Neither would I experience that in my presence. Because we as believers, it's not fair. And it's not okay. To do our brothers and sisters like that. Who are also walking with the God you serve. Hallelujah. Love you so much. I must get myself prepared to go out where God sent me today. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you all for listening. I thank you for praying for me. Every good thing that you do is being recorded. And the way I was recorded in heaven, words that I have cannot even express what you have waiting for you in the kingdom. But don't let your heart be troubled. He's gone to prepare a place for us. And he's coming to receive us. Jesus. You know what heavies my heart the most? It's for us to spend time with God. And we think that we're doing something not even aware that we're being deceived ourselves. Trying to release God's word upon someone when you don't even embrace it. Trying to speak condemnation upon someone when you're not even healed. But God so love you, so love us, that he enjoys being in our presence. Is it not worth being in his presence and having a whole heart to serve? I'm not out here trying to get no bragging points. I'm not out here for me 
of anything of myself. It's because I love God. <laughs> because I know He first loved me. And just thinking about all the things that we've been through, He was there the entire time. Their entire time. Every time we needed a way of an escape, He was there. When we thought we fell and stumbled, he was carrying us. Hallelujah. When I go around certain neighborhoods, I immediately go to deep praise unto God. Because I can see myself when I was there. Going to the liquor stores, like on a day like this, on a Friday. Going to the liquor store. Try to fit in a world where I don't even belong. And as I'm drinking, be drunk. Filled with alcohol. And all I could think about every time, every single time, was God. Every time I smoke, I thought of God. Every time I did anything. Especially when it was contrary to him. I couldn't do nothing but think of him. And ask him to forgive me. Don't look at me like this. Don't see me like this. And he doesn't. He's not pursuing an alcoholic. He's not pursuing a smoker. A fornicator, an adulterer, a thief, a murderer. He's pursuing after the resurrection power that's within you. Your redemption, your salvation that was purchased on the cross. Hallelujah. I have so much in me to pray for those who live in the Middle Eastern area. All areas, but I just specifically. Because the terrorists from the 9-11 incident. No matter what led up to the incident, it happened. And these men were husbands and sons and uncles. Who knew the day of that they would never see their family again in the natural. Because they thought what they were doing was an act of sacrifice for the people. For the freedom of the people. For the well-being of their people in their culture. So they thought they were saving the day. They saw themselves as heroes. I'm giving my life to set a point. To set a mark. To make a point. That my people matter. The lives here matter. The children here matter. The education here matter. The way we live matters to us. 
We seeking help and was denied. Therefore, we're going to make a point. If you take from our people, we're going to take from yours. If my people are dying, then some of yours going to have to die too. And they left their homes knowing they would never. Just imagine kissing your loved one, saying goodbye. Knowing you're about to go to another country to become a terrorist. Bombing up things. Becoming the explosion. And just imagine that very second as they see these planes going so fast, about to hit. Here you are, face, face to face, confronted with that. Whether you wanted to change your mind, it was too late. But their hearts were so in it. Now just imagine, they pray almost more than 15 times a day. Very religious people. Very religious people. But just imagine if they had the knowledge that we have. About serving Christ. And not serving who they serve. Because if they were serving who we serve, they wouldn't have done what they done. Trust me, that's not love. Hallelujah. God was not their provider. Because they didn't open themselves up for God to be their provider. He wasn't even their God. They didn't even ask Christ to be their savior. So just imagine if they had our knowledge with their hunger and they are indeed hungry. Some of us can't even pray for 10 minutes. Their life is prayer all day. <laughs> 24 hours praying. Sacrifice. Life is built upon prayer and sacrifice, but in the wrong direction. And that's why it's so important for you and I to go who have the truth. Jesus is the way. I had to tell this woman who worshiped another God. Every time I preached, she wound up being there to disrupt my message that I was releasing from God. To one day personally, but I never stopped releasing the message. And the people never stopped receiving. They just saw her as a disruptive. So she got the point. To the, to the point where she stopped saying stuff. And I was glad that she did. Foreverly glad. But when she pulled me to the side. She asked for my number. And she kept denying my Christ. I said okay you believe in what you believe in. I believe in what I believe in. But don't mock me for what I believe in. Don't you sit here and tell me who should I believe in when I tell you I'm believing in who I'm believing in. Who you should also be believing in. So I say, how about this? It's like I got to the point I had up to hear this. This was years worth of her coming to me. I said, how about this? Tonight, you call on your God, I'm going to call on mine. Then you let me know who answered by calling me. And if mine's answer, I'm going to call you. I said, matter of fact, call me when your God answered. Do that. 
The whole night went. I'm counting at the clock. Oh, she ain't called yet? Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting her to. Then I saw her again the next day try to run for me. Uh-uh, come here. Because you've been harassing me for years. Come here. You didn't call me last night. What happened? My God never answered me. I said, oh. She said, did George answer? I said, my God answered before I even said something to you. Jesus. She said, well, maybe it's something after all to what you're saying. And I just put my arms around her and gave her a hug. Her life has never been the same ever since. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Being led and being used by God is so important. I could have argued back with her. I could have said, why don't you shut up? There's no love in that. Because there are some people you want to say that to. Especially when you're speaking words that's not faith. Faithless words. I can't, it tears me, it causes me to ball up when I hear faithless words. I got to run from that conversation. If not, I'm going to help you though. I'm going to help you. But I must depart if you're really strong on what you believe in. Hallelujah. Sometimes you just want to say, won't you shut up? Just shut up and watch. God darn. Being sober means shut up. <laughs> it, <laughs> Father. <laughs> Father. <laughs> Father, I love you so much. <laughs> You know, I would never say that. You know, I would never mean that. Because <laughs> being sober does not mean shut up. <laughs> Hallelujah. It means shut yourself up to allow God to be heard. But it does not mean be quiet. <laughs> Hallelujah. It means just watch. Pay attention. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. I love you. I love you. I love you. God bless.